Wait. I just we're just gonna send it Bless at you. this point. Uh, yeah. We're back. It's been a minute. This is Matt. This is Johnny. Yeah, this is Jimmy. Highly congested. The sickly Jimmy. This is not Jimmy, but it's Jimmy's sickly cousin. Um, anyway, this is Alternative Opinions and Rants. Happy um, Lent, by the way, for all those who observe yeah, it. Sure. Happy Lent. Um, Can you say Happy Lent? or What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those... when. When, like, these weird holidays, it's like, do you say, I like, can definitely wish somebody who's celebrating a holiday a happy holiday. But, well, um, yeah. glad you're with us. Uh, we know it's been a little hot minute. You know. Um, we really have no excuse this time. We just didn't do it. You know, it just, it got pushed by the wayside. We're sorry, kind of. No, you're not. So we're so busy with work and school. I mean, it's the middle of tax season, so... Yeah. So do your text if you haven't yet. You got one month. Roughly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we, let's try trying to think, do we have any interesting updates for our viewers? Or listeners? Not viewers. About our lives? Or about our podcast? Um, Nothing really has happened. Same same old, same old. Um, still trying to get us new equipment. So if you like what we're doing, feel free to donate to the podcast. Um, or not. Up to you. But we prefer if you do. Uh, High quality stuff here. We're cheesy beggars. Cheesy beggars. Oh my god, I have a rant already. <laughs> um, yeah, no, let's just get into it. So our first topic, um, I actually saw a news story when Johnny and I were hanging out at the gym, putting in work. Um, the well, news one of story. us more than others. Oh, come on. <laughs> But yeah, so we 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 uh, they they've got we go to the gym. They got a bunch of TV screens, right? One of the news stories says there is in a couple states a rally or like a push to lower the voting age. Uh, I thought it was a federal bill that they were trying to push. I think it was states. It was in states because they were showing a map of the states and everything. No, like I thought that. that's what were states that already had it down to seventeen for primaries. But anyway, they were trying to lower the voting <coughs> age. The, the moral of the story is they're trying to vote, lower the voting age from eighteen to sixteen. I think that's a dumb idea. I can understand why they're doing this. Listen, when is the last time you remember a 16-year-old making a decision out of ration rather well, than emotion? I mean, you're, you're making a hasty generalization based on the entire uh, population that... I don't think it's a hasty generalization if it's a fact that 16-year-olds are generally less mature and less informed with that. I mean, just by the fact you said generally, I have to agree with you. But I understand why they're making a push for it, because typically younger people like to vote more well, liberally. Let's not... That, well, it could be partially because of that. <laughs> but <laughs> my thought is, it's already hard enough for adults to go out and vote. What would make kids go out and vote? Yeah, these kids can't drive. Some of these 16-year-olds, a lot of 16-year-olds don't have their licenses. But, I mean, isn't it that a lot well, of Well, there's, there's mail-in ballots, okay. Yeah, yeah but only a couple states have that. But uh, isn't it like a lot of places, your voting locations are typically like at a school gymnasium? Well, it depends. A local uh, community center or something? It depends it on depends. The, the rules that the state has set up. But typically, yeah, libraries, school gymnasiums, stuff like Which that. Which means it's really easy for people, if the voting is already happening at that school, it makes it really easy. But it still begs the question, I don't think that, that well, just because it's easier for these people. To be informed enough to actually... That's my it. point I'm getting at, exactly. Well, what, what's the difference between a 16-year-old being informed... And let's say some, I don't know, diehard, extremely political view person who won't listen to anything outside of 
the extreme thing to get have. Well, nothing. At least that there's nothing, but at least those people have some political knowledge. I wouldn't say it's good political knowledge, but I'd rather than a 16-year-old being like, oh, I voted for him because he said he was going to give me some sick kicks or anything. Think about, like, in our political theater. I, I understand, like, Bernie Sanders... Always mm-hmm. promising free education. Think about our political theater where we have it. a lot of empty promises. Yes, how do you pay for it? A lot of empty promises and stuff like that. Generally, teenagers tend to be easily swayed in that sense, and they tend to react emotionally. So when somebody says, oh, I'm going to give you all this free stuff, you're not going to think rationally about it as a 16-year-old. I know I didn't make smart decisions as a 16-year-old. I crashed a car into a fire hydrant. I was not a smart 16-year-old. <laughs> I didn't well, not, not all of us. Crash our cars. Yes, but we were. I can think we can all agree (laughs) that as sixteen-year-olds, we probably made some dumb decisions. I I think, and I don't think we should put the fate of the country in the hands of people who don't really understand the depth of what they're doing. That that right there is a hasty generalization, saying that the fate of the country is going to rely on the hands of high schoolers. No, but we're putting it in the hands of we're we're giving them the opportunity to make a change when. Yeah, but it, it, they might not necessarily change, but they have enough sway which way votes go. Well, you can also include um, recently in Florida, they they now have, if you're um, a felon, you can now vote again. Well, not a felon, but after you've been released and everything, back in society, you, you're now allowed to vote again, which that is like, like, what was it when I heard it? Don't quote me on this number, but I think it was like an extra million or something people can now vote again in Florida, which is a huge deal. Yeah, but it was a right that was taken away from them. And now as their citizens... Yeah, we're not, we're we're not taking back. rights away from these 16-year-olds. So, so what makes, what makes six, a 16-year-old less of a citizen than an 18-year-old? Because they're minors. I mean, there's plenty of 16-year-olds who go As I said, we don't trust to give them jobs anymore. How would we trust them with voting? But you... You trust them to have the weekend alone at your house? No. Well, that's because we're twenty. <laughs> we're we're in our early to mid twenties here. We don't have kids, but all I'm saying is there's not a huge difference between a sixteen year old and an eighteen year old. There's only two years difference. They're both in high school, more or less. Okay, just to make it to 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 put some perspective. Looking at the numbers right now, this is this is a statistic, a survey done by National Kids Count, um, which National is like a, Kids Count. I know it sounds super cool, <laughs> but I guess it's like a research center that does um, demographic groups specifically on the on children, All right. um, younger than eighteen. So the, it's not sponsored by Kids Bop. No, it's not sponsored by Kids Bop. <laughs> um, side topic: I found out there's a Kids Bop station on Sirius XM, and it makes me so upset. Anyway. Um, it includes kids aged 15 to 17. In the year 2017, there were over 12 million kids in that age group in the United States, which was 17% of all children below 18. Now, all right. So you said 12 million? 12 million Give or take six hundred thousand, and there's typically about three hundred on average. An average number about the population in the U.S. is about three hundred million. Yeah. So that's about four percent of the population. Four percent can make a big difference when and you that, look at how close some elections have been. That can make a huge difference. But the yeah. difference here is look at Brexit. It was only two percent. 
But the difference here is that's expecting that 100% of voters vote. Sure, but you're introducing... Again, that's the same thing. You're introducing a 4% segment that can vote. Well, actually, you are, because you've said that in most states they vote at, like, schools. So now you're going to increase the population of people who would actually go out and vote because they're right there versus people who wouldn't. So rather than 4%, you're saying it would be more like 10%. It could sway the vote a lot more because let's say, let's say, let's just throw an example out there. I'm not saying these are accurate numbers, but let's say of the people in the United States, 60% of them vote. Yeah. Let's just say 60% of them vote. Now let's say 100% or even 80% of these 16 to 17 year olds vote would vote that is a bigger segment no i'm not saying a bigger se- i'm saying that is a huge influence yeah it yeah. raises your number from 4% now, to like depending on what happens i could see like testing it out in a few states first off to see what happens and i mean there's already some states that you can vote at 17 not on federal level on no on primaries no, on primaries but it's the same thing it's like all three of us here, we're not affiliated with any sort of political party, but especially now here in Colorado, you can vote in primaries without being part of the party. Thank God you can now vote independent. Which is great. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying is, I'm not saying it's a smart idea, but I'm not saying it's a horrible idea to include a younger demographic into the total population of those in which you'll be affected within the couple of years that a decision could happen. I'd Actually, love to this hear, reminds me of another topic. Before we move on, I would love to hear from our younger viewers, if we have any, our younger listeners. Um, definitely do reach out to us how you feel about this. Do you feel that people in your age group are mature enough to vote, or do you feel that that is a responsibility that your age group should or shouldn't have? Same with the older voters. I mean, let's let's hear what you guys have to think about on this. And technically, vice versa. If you think that people are too old to vote, you could. Express your opinions on why Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my other our... topic related to this is that Colorado is... Some legislators are introducing a bill that would make international election that all the electoral college votes go to the popular candidate. Not I agree with that. I, I, I do not. <laughs> hold on. Repeat that again? Hold on. Hold on. All right, Jimmy, explain the story. I don't... All right. I'll explain the story. So, basically, there, there's a group of states who are signing a petition, basically, based off their governors and whatnot, that the state should abolish the electoral right, the electoral college right. in the state and rather sway it over to the popular vote. So, all their electoral short. college votes will go to the popular candidate on the national level. So, we're still segmenting votes by population in the sense that every state it's not one vote per for one person but the majority vote in that state gives the original electoral college votes to the candidate yes so that way you don't have these certain individuals who have that electoral college right because you know it is individuals who make that decision at the end of the day what that they they're the ones who make the electoral decision and whether you agree or not with the population you can change your vote yeah. based what on... What about Yeah, but this? that feels wrong because say, like, for whatever reason, say everyone in Colorado votes Democratic and the popular candidate is Republican. Or vice versa. What about this? That means what about... all those electoral college votes goes to whoever's the national pick, not the state pick. 
What about percentage-wise? Like, let's say 60% of Colorado voted Democratic. Then 60% of Colorado's Electoral College votes would go to that. That's what I think it should be. That's something else they're proposing, too. I think that's how it should be, because that's how it is in Maine and Nebraska. Okay. But the... What... I, I personally agree with the popular vote. And I understand it's a problem with people who live in more rural areas. Like, how does my vote really count for... It wouldn't, though. But the thing is, shouldn't decisions that affect the majority population be made by the majority of the population? Yeah, but shouldn't the vote of your state count for something? Yes. Like, if your state votes for one certain candidate, should the, your votes go to that candidate? I'm confused. So, like, say in Montana, they're a, or Wyoming, they're less popular. Yes. And say they had this rule. Say I know they're typically more Republican. Say that for whatever reason that year the Republican candidate goes to a Democrat, then none of their votes really count because all their electoral college votes would go to the Democrat. But why should a state like Montana, Wyoming, Idaho? These states that have more rural populations, less people, why should they have more a state? Because more they own more land, or the size of their state. But at the end of the day, the policies that we argue is gun control, abortion rights, health care, you know, education, all these kind of things. That affects every single person in the population, but it doesn't matter if you yeah, own like a thousand home. square foot apartment or... 20,000 20, acres of land. It's like taking away their voices. I'm not ta- I'm not saying take away their voices. It, to be honest, you could uh, you could easily change this to let's have less federal control and a more conservative ideal. Less federal control and have more states' rights where states are more governing themselves in the like how how it originally was meant to be. Yeah, on how it was originally meant to be with founding fathers in which case the Federal is just there as a type of entity to represent all the collective states while the states, in all reality, manage themselves. Well, technically it should, because technically, in my opinion, the state should run itself, because and they they are more to the ground to know what's going on there versus what's And going. I agree, because policies that affect people in California or Alaska or New York shouldn't affect people in like Colorado or Iowa or Florida because there's different society there's different societal mentalities there compared between different areas because places like New York City are going to have a different ideal than people in even Albany New York obviously you know just like how people in Salt Lake City Utah will have different ideals than people in Moab Utah or uh, Logan, Utah, and just like how people in Denver have different ideals than people in Alma or Crestone. Yeah. So, because the majority of populations congregate. And what I'm saying when I say... I'm glad you agree with me on this whole subject. Let's let's move on. (laughs) What I'm saying is I like the popular vote because it addresses the needs of the individuals more than it does address the need of people than the few. It's just, it feels like it ignores the individuals. Matt, you've been quiet. I, eh, it's eh. just... Are you bored with this topic? It's just something that's hard for me to have an opinion on right now, really. Like, I don't... 
this is one thing that I am not really educated on and don't know. Like, I don't, I don't do a lot of research into this. I've, I've really lately been avoiding a lot of politics and a lot of stuff like that. So I have really, like, no... I mean, there's a lot of important knowledge. stuff going on in politics. No, I agree. And I think that's my fault that I'm not... Actually, I feel like that's most people's faults lately. Now, a lot of people would rather be ignorant than knowledgeable because the knowledge lately is just so aggravating. Because lately, because of how partisan our politics is, either you're for or against a certain thing. Like Which a, I don't understand. It's like you don't have to choose a side. In a, you don't have to make the world black and white when the entire world is a gray. Yes. Because like today I saw that, uh, I can't remember what group, but they called Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez like the hippie socialist that's here to like destroy you or whatnot. But we finally have someone that's young in Congress giving more people voices. Yeah, but the problem is sometimes she does say some stuff that really just makes a fool out of herself. Well, the thing is... Well, I mean, that that's also your that's opinion. With every, that's with every candidate. The point of politics is that you get different representatives work together to... Different elected representatives. Yes, different elected representatives to work together to find a way that works for everyone. And I think that's a lot of... I think that's a problem with a lot of representatives. They kind of push their... What's the word I'm looking for? Congregation? No. Agenda? No, they, they always push their personal agenda in front of the needs of that of their substituents. Interesting. But. Because all reality, it feels like more and more that you should have different regions that then go to the government. Like, say, the Mountain West region all represent one area that they feel like they're close together and they like representatives to go to Congress versus having two from each state and based off population size some people get more some I mean especially in diverse states like California Colorado um, Florida maybe we should revamp politics have regions <laughs> wow politics easy easy weekend task let's just throw that out there <laughs> hey. let's just rebuild the entire country's foundations in a weekend if yeah, you guys if you guys have a great pol- political map send it to us and We'll get right on that. We'll lobby Congress. <laughs> we'll lobby Congress that we're soon to get rid of. Yeah, seems to get rid of. <laughs> they don't get anything done. All right, let's much. let's change gears here a little bit. Um, I was gonna switch to something completely different because it seems like we're all getting a little sad. Sad. Let's talk about. Upsellers. Upsellers. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Upsellers. Oh right. my goodness. Give us your background. So, this was about, you know, maybe like an hour ago. We were getting some fro from, a, not frozen yogurt, some, some custard Italian, Italian ice. ice. And Johnny asked for a regular cup of Italian ice. No custard, Small no nothing. Small size, most Small basic. Small size, most basic. Just a cup of Italian you know, I ice. I like it classic. And she's like... Well, by the way, I know you said regular, and I know you just said Italian ice, but it's only 50 cents more for a large, but also, it's only this and this and this, and we have our blue raspberry custard, if you want to mix that in. I'm like, oh my god. I'm, I'm sorry. You're upselling me on a $3.50 cup of Italian ice. First of all, mango and blueberry 
Blue raspberry. I'm sorry, blue raspberry. The coconut would be better. I mean, it would. It's not a bad flavor mix, but it's it's definitely seemed like she was not really trying to. And especially because the other flavor is cotton candy custard. It's like, uh, I just want a nice classic flavor. Now, hear me out. I am not necessarily attacking the sales rep on this because I understand, having been in that situation, the pressure from the higher ups to upsell. It was like that when I was working in food service. You always tried to upsell people to, you know, in Subway. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, knows. Well, oh, yeah, upsell to like, double oh, meat. Would you like double meat or double meat? Would, would you like, like a bigger G? Would you like a drink? bigger size of fries? Would you like mm-hmm. a bigger drink? Would you like to add on a dessert? At Staples, it was always, hey, you're going to buy this computer that we're losing money on, but would you like me to upsell you on all these tech services that you'll probably never use? Otherwise, it looks bad on me and I'm a terrible salesperson. Not all the time I spent with you, you know, the hour I spent with you on the sales floor, getting a laptop that's perfect for your needs, that doesn't count for anything unless I spend five minutes to get you to agree to a terrible service plan. Like the Geek Squad. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, Geek Squad, granted, has gotten better. Um, They're still, like, known as the kind of sleazy salespeople in the IT world, which Geek Squad is Geek Squad. Take it or leave it. Um, Staples was no better. Easy tech. Um, so, if, if my old coworkers are out there and you hear me, um, I hope y'all got out because I did. So, wait. Are you are you ranting about Geek Squad service now? Or are you ranting about... I'm upselling? ranting about upselling. I'm so, just saying, like, upselling as a whole is such an irritating sales thing. Like, I have lost sales, entire sales... Because I had an obligation to upsell. Like, my managers were watching over my shoulder saying, oh, you got to upsell on this or you get written up. So I lose the entire sale rather than upselling, you know, somebody on a crappy service plan. So it's the corporation's fault. It's the corporation's yeah. fault. It's, and it's corporate just... greed, which actually I have a big problem with that. So capitalism, capitalism, that's a whole capitalism is a problem. Oh, and that's no. not a problem. It's just, it's just irritating. <laughs> no, it's irritating behavior. Good. Wow, this derailed man, so man, fast. Man, you guys got so upset when I said capitalism is wrong. <laughs> capitalism <laughs> works so long as you're okay, corporate greed. Okay, socialism Bernie. can also work so long as other things are met. Okay, we're not... But this is all different subject. This My problem with upselling, though, with food service is, the problem, is that they don't tell you, like, oh, you can upgrade your medium to a large for an extra... 10 cents, but it's going to be an extra they, thousand calories. They, they do it all the time at the movie theater when you go. It's like, oh yeah, would you like to get the large drink? It's only 50 cents more. And you look at it, and it's maybe not that much bigger, but you think, one, I can get a refill on this drink, two, three, the movie theater's already charging like $5 for a medium-sized drink, and that thing's a bucket. Yeah. The medium and, drink, it's huge. And if you get the large one, you're more likely to have to get up and pee in the middle of the movie, especially when it's a longer movie. And you're more likely to spill it. It's clunky. It's, it's an hard extra to thousand drink. calories to put in your drink. It might it's just not be that much. It's not that much, but it's. I get where you're coming from. I, I I will say it's not like 200 calories though, but yeah, but it's like. But no, I agree. It's like it just. It, it, it's kind of annoying. It's very annoying. I mean, it's like. It's not the individual. They have the menu up there, and you can see it's like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, the small. It's one thing if the much, person just comes up to there and they say, "I just want a regular one of this," and they didn't take the time to look at the menu. Then you can nicely mention, like, "Hey, just so you know, this thing. Don't be pushy about it. Don't go extra out of the way." And if you can see that the person visibly took their time to look at the menu and they know exactly what they're wanting, 
don't try to upsell them on stuff. Come on. It tells me in some way. I, mean, I don't want to up- try to upsell all like you ask. But like when corporate came by, they're like, oh, you need to try to keep on sell- upselling the well, extra people, meat, the extra whatever. The problem is we live in a, in a society. <laughs> we live in a society. Um, we live in, yes, we do. We live in a society where <laughs> it's very easy for consumers to forget that there is a corporate behind all this stuff. And they're very quickly ready to get mad at the, the sales rep or the person saying, oh, I'm going to be cranky at this sales rep person because they're upselling me when they're just doing their job. Like I yeah. remember at Subway, I would ask people if they want to double their meat. And then the rest of the interaction was awkward because they were very cold with me and they thought that I was some like terrible door-to-door salesman trying to sell them snake oil on their I, Subway. I, I sure remember, remember when Subway would raise their prices after we raised minimum wage? Yeah. And people so, were like, oh, why does it cost so much more? Yeah. This, actually, this isn't supposed to be a whole grant about minimum wage. There's more people <laughs> complaining about, oh, I voted for this. These are the consequences. But they don't realize it's the consequences, no. though. They no. think, oh, they're just being greedy. I mean, um, people don't realize well, the consequences. There's a difference between corporate greed and then like a franchise who's trying to make ends meet because they only own a couple and they need to pay their workers, pay their food. Oh, well, yeah. Some people, some of these people don't realize the work that goes. Food. We look at the subway that we used to work at and the mall that closed now because the rent was getting so expensive. Yeah. And that owner, he still owns a, a brick and mortar store that's not inside a mall because the rent isn't going up nearly at the same rate. That it is in this mall location. Well, why don't we give him free advertising? His name is James Pines. His store is over on Delmonico Avenue. What was it? Six Delmonico. six six A. Six 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 zero Delmonico. I mean, if y'all. I mean, it's it's gonna be just like at any subway you go to. But if y'all trying to go to a subway, go to this specific subway in Rockerman in Colorado Springs. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. That's true. Oh, but James, I expect my paycheck in the mail in seven to ten business days. <laughs> seven to ten business. Like he listens to us. But um, what was I gonna say? He was so excited when his son got his Echo work lined up at his house. I know, I know. But I we're we're getting a little off topic. We so. are. I mean, the problem is, it's not it's not the individual's fault. It's not the consumer's fault. Why why are they saying it? It's overall, it's corporate greed. Corporate corporations not understanding their market to the point that they get upset at their sales reps. Corporations want one thing, but the restaurant operates operates a different way, actually, and they're not. This is actually a thing that we've talked about in my business or some of my business classes in undergrad, where there's this expectation from higher ups, but they don't understand how it works down below. So there's this disconnect. Yes, there's I, a disconnect between I, lower management. Er, People who are the grunt work and upper management. That's something I agree with what Ford does, and I, I'm completely on board with, is people who are higher-ups need to at least start off, if not on a regular basis, um, go down to the lower blue-collar... Not, not not even necessarily blue-collar work, but get down they're to the sub- lower less... They're, they're subordinates. Mm-hmm. Get, get down, see what they do on a normal basis, like... And even get to know who their subordinates are. It's like, that way you understand what's going on. Like, if a certain person's productivity isn't as high as normal, you can understand that maybe they're having a rough time at home and that you can try to diverge a task to a fellow, one of their fellow employees or something to help maintain that productivity rather than trying to force this person to keep up or try to even exceed what they were doing. And then end up firing them for not meeting the productivity. 
that right there is corporate greed. Okay, so we're we're getting close to the fifteen minute remaining mark. So let's give the rest of the time. Um, we'll do a question out of Johnny's questions book. Yeah, we'll probably do. A um, how many questions in the book? We're gonna do a random number like last time. Oh, I think there was like two hundred and seventeen. Okay, so between one and two seventeen. Generate a random number. I am pressing the button a few times, and the lucky number is seven. Seven. That is a lucky number. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Um, are you sure you want to do this one? What is it? Are you sure? What is it? That's not that bad. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you think that the world would be a better or worse place a hundred years from now? Oh. The cynist, the the cynic in me says, no. What? It, it's a better or worse. What do you mean, no? It's like no. I'm sorry. Is it going to be the cynic <laughs> in me says worse. The realist, as much as I like to be optimistic, the realist in me says worse. If we keep going down the if same we, path we're going, yeah, if we it's gonna be worse. Stuff. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of division between countries. We're gonna have higher sea levels. We're gonna I, have. I mean, we 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 could screw. All the politics, even though it's not completely bit, like irrelevant. But let's just pull the politics out, <laughs> put it on the back burner, and we can just stick with what you're saying environmentally. If we don't try to act on something now, mm -hmm. we gotta adapt to a different environment. Yeah. Well, we also our social social situations. I mean, we look at poverty levels we look at people who are homeless actually the wealth gap will probably increase too mm -hmm. the wealthy will get wealthier the poorer will get poorer nah, we look at homeless people hungry people nah, world yeah. crises well, economic natural. apocalypse because wow we yes. picked a really depressing topic I was hoping to do a subject change for a brighter topic and <laughs> well this is going to be one really, of the sadder if, episodes if, of AO if our climate goes the way it is the fall, the amount of food that we can grow, which a lot of people in the world, oh, that's something use like a rant on. What food waste? Yeah, in America people, especially. Like the our food sources will decrease, our food levels will decrease, and people fight for hunger. And people, when when especially when people are desperate enough, they will do what they deem is necessary, whether it is or. Whether it is a smart decision or not. It, because in the end, it's up to your own survival. Yes. What people would do, like when it comes down to it. Yep. Be like, gun to your head, you're not thinking about, oh, if I do something, this other person will get hurt. No. So, gun to your head, you're going to try to survive. Most of the time. Whatever way possible. I, I still believe there's hope in people. Like, we still have a tiny bit of time to fix everything. To have a brighter future. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and the I'm way, hopeful of indiv individual people rather than a well, the good society as a whole. Based off environment, there's, there's protests going around all around the world where students are taking, like, a Friday off to protest and going to the government and say, Hey, you guys are not addressing this problem that's going to affect me in the near future. We cannot fix it because it'll be too late we want you to fix it now so I have yeah. some hope for our future the cynical part of me still says worse 
Until we actually start seeing some evidence. Until I see evidence. In our current state, if the question was being asked to me right now, looking forward 100 years. It's asked you right now. I, <laughs> well, we have time to do one more question. We want to pick another random number. We yeah. might have time for another one question. Let's see. Let's get something that has that sparks a lot more debate. Let's see. Random number is ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, I mean, there we go. Subject. Uh, Alex Trebek, uh, we're uh, out here. We we see you. We are hoping for your speedy recovery and hope that you will. Survive this. We will hope that you will pull through. Another 20 years in je- on Jeopardy. As bad as that sounds. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Question 95. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. My if, body is ready. <laughs> if by sacrificing your life, you could contribute so much to the world that you would be honored in all nations, would you be willing to do so? If so... Would you make the same sacrifice knowing that someone you uh, thoroughly dislike would receive the honor while you were unrecognized? So this is a two-parter. Wait, yep. hold on, hold on. Repeat the first part. Well, we'll start with the first part. You can sacrifice yourself, you know, so no ending, whatever. That would contribute, let's say, I don't know. So It says so much to the world, like, I don't know. World peace or something, right? Okay. That you would be honored in all nations. Would you be willing to make that sacrifice? Basically, would you be willing to make a self-sacrifice that for the betterment of the world? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, sure. You're hesitant there. I'm well, you're thinking dying. about the real... Ex- I'm, I'm taking in mind how old this book is... It's from the 80s. And... See, it depends. That's... It, it depends on what I'm bettering the world for. Because, say, it's for, like, interstellar travel. I would... I would explain why, why would it matter? You're trying to make the world a better place. What would one less person in it... Be? I'm just trying to think how Sticky one person... made the world a better place. I'm just thinking of how would, one person sacrificing themselves could make the world a better place. And be honored. You you could think of something like the Halo franchise or Mass Effect. Or... Okay, we're going to bring sci-fi into this. It, it doesn't matter. Basically, if your self-sacrifice would help benefit the world, that it, you would be honored by every single nation on the planet, would you do it? Sure. You still sound hesitant. I know, I'm a, I'm a solid yes. I would... So- if, if it meant benefit, benefiting... So like the Thanos snap? If it meant benefiting the entire world, I would do the self-sacrifice. Now, okay. Yeah, let's, like, it depends. What would you be honored for? Say so it's like... It, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Like, I'm going to try to bring this up again. Say in discovering the post-it note, you die. It makes the world a better place. But you die, and you're known for the post-it note. How many countries do you now honor the person who invented the per- the post-it note? You're thinking of like Jimmy. You have to think of like this is going to be like a greater than something, like something that's so significant that people you remember have to. you. Something like think about like everybody knows who created the light bulb. Everybody knows um, who phone Alexander Graham Bell. All this stuff like <laughs> people. People know names. <laughs> yeah. The Wright brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Except they didn't die. No. No, none of, I'm, I'm just saying, like, think of, like, something to that extent. So, yeah, like, something for you, that it could be your interstellar travel. Yeah. I'm willing to die for that. Or a new one, like, no, no negatives, renewable, clean energy that could power the world that everybody loved... And, that and when, there were no when, negatives. When he figured it out, it blew. It did blow up. Well, it you blew died. up to create it. Like cold fusion. Sure. It's a, it still depends on what it is. So Jimmy's a no. No, I didn't <laughs> say no. I'm on the fence, depending on what I'd be sacrificing for. All right. Okay. Second question. So Jimmy's a harp, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Leaning toward no. Matt's a, un, possibly. And I'm a Matt's st- still evaluating it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the second part is... So if so, would you make the same sacrifice... Self-sacrifice, right? Knowing that... Person you hate... Would get honored instead of you. So like a rival. So like, like Thomas Edison. Like someone that you thoroughly disliked. That's what it says. Yeah, like Thomas said, like yeah, Thomas said to me the, the light bulb. They make all these supposed sure, sure. It's like Thomas talk. Edison, but I guess it still depends on what the thing is. Mine's is still a solid yes because first of all, I'd be dead and I wouldn't know about it, so I don't care. Um, and second, but of you all, knew you knew before you died that this person would get the credit. I, I still don't care. I would still go through with it because what I'm doing in my own heart, I know I will be making I will be making the world a better place. And the fact that even if I don't get the honor, I don't care because the fact of the matter is I'm benef- the, my sacrifice is helping the planet as a whole. Johnny the philanthropist. <laughs> It still depends on what the thing is for me. <laughs> this episode has been very unproductive. <laughs> so, like, in your case, think of the person who did Sticky the Mini. Oh, they, stop. I was... That was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, nope, we're not gonna... We're not gonna say his name. No, we didn't. But would you go through your self-sacrifice knowing that that person would be honored? That's a hard no for me. He went from his possibly down to a, I guess it depends, like your opinion. <laughs> I just... I don't know. Can make the world a better place can be very subjective. Yes, that's, that's it, the other it thing. It is subjective, but you're, would you have... I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Which you have deemed to help society and the planet as a whole, you are making that self-sacrifice to do it. Yeah, but it still depends on what it is. <laughs> I hate these hypotheticals because I'm like, I would never be in this situation. To make oh, probably this not. That's why I'm like, like I'm having not. such a hard time answering this because I just can't take it seriously. Like, I can't think about it realistically. We tend to do a different question. Sure. Enough time for another. So I guess in conclusion, I'm still a hard yes. In conclusion, nothing was decided. <laughs> I'm a hard yes all across the board, and Matt first part possibly to the second part. It depends, but more than likely not. 
And Jimmy's like, it depends, but more than likely not. No. It just depends. All right, the next lucky number is 204. 204. This better not be a dumb question. Who's the, who's the real Slim Shady? <laughs> the real Slim Shady, please stand up. It's not even a question. Oh, well, I guess it is a question. No, I, I guess it's kind of relevant for this, time, this season of the year. Oh, boy. Snowy and icy. Running too quickly on an icy sidewalk in front of your neighbor's house... You slip and break a leg. Would you be likely to sue the owner of the house if you were confident you could win the suit because of the negligence and shoveling the snow? No. 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 <laughs> Listen, I am thinking of an episode of Fresh Off the Boat that I saw um, where... I can't remember what it exactly is, but this similar situation. He came over was at the house for some reason, slipped for whatever reason, was in back pain, was trying to be all casual about it with the neighbors, still trying to be friends, but he's like, oh, I'm not suing you, I'm suing your insurance company. People do it all the time, and everybody's like, yeah, but our premiums are gonna go up, we gotta pay our deductible, like, mm-hmm. there's so much behind the scenes going on, like, okay, I now, have to on. My now if it's if it's a neighbor that I truly didn't like and a neighbor that was, <laughs> I'm just saying like if I wasn't like I slipped and fell and he was a nice guy or she redefined my gender bias. <laughs> it. I just was because I just watched Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. All right. Uh, but if I fell out, they saw me and it was like saying, "Oh, you're such a klutz. You like effing whatever." I'd probably like, you know what, I want to see this guy. I don't think I would, well, then they wouldn't be a good neighbor. No. If it was a good neighbor that I truly respected, no, I would just hope that they knew and be like, hey, I just want you guys to know this happened. I'm not going to do anything, but I just want you guys to know it happened. If it was a repeat thing with them where they consistently were negligent, then sure. I would sue. Hmm. What about you, Johnny? I wouldn't. Even if it was like a really nasty neighbor, like... I don't care. Reckless teens, you know, they're always playing loud music no, at night, parked in front yeah, of you your driveway. You yeah, you, you broke your leg. You broke your leg? You broke your leg is the situation here. So what if you broke your back? And it's just you broke your leg. You slipped on ice in front of your neighbor's house, you broke your leg, what do you sue Is it still snowing? I don't know. It doesn't what? T- <laughs> no, it does matter because they need to make a revision of this book for Jimmy that just yeah. has all the answers to his side <laughs> questions. No, it's, not. it's because in Colorado, if it's still snowing, they don't are not required by law to shovel or snow until what twelve hours, twenty four hours after it stops snowing. But it doesn't. It depends on HOA covenants. Some HOAs require it, but which is not legal. Like it's not a legal thing. You won't. That won't help you in court. But. Some HOAs still require it because HOAs are not fun. I wouldn't Yeah, but if it's like 25 hours after the last snow and you broke your leg, you can definitely see that. Yeah, I wouldn't sue because, to be honest, as much as I like helping people and whatnot, I also like being kind of lazy. No, I actually have another caveat to this. What if you didn't have health insurance? See, that's an interesting caveat there. Ooh, the room got quiet. But that that's just like those videos of the people who, like, jump out in front of cars. Insurance fraud? Yeah. 
Well, it's not insurance fraud if you legitimately get hurt. If you legitimately get hurt, it's not fraud. But if you if you don't have health insurance, then you know you need to be... That's not practice. fraud. That's negligence. Yes. You're being negligent by not having health insurance, but you're not going out of your way. Insurance fraud would be going out of your way. Like Think about it like legitimately I am intentionally jumping in front of a car... So- Trying to make it seem like they hit me just so I can cash in on some insurance but, money. But in this situation, well, you, you can this lean on insurance fraud because you already know you've already slipped and you've broken your leg. Take it We're for just this. adding the caveat. Remember the uh, McDonald's coffee lady? Yes. That wasn't technically insurance fraud. That was not a frivolous lawsuit. No. People painted her to look bad. She just wanted them to pay her medical bills. Yeah. They disagreed, so that's why she, she took them to court. She even took credit for that it was partially her fault. Mm-hmm. But the coffee was way too hot. It was being served boiling. It was like 190 degrees or something. Yeah, McDonald's was serving their coffee way too hot. McDonald's degree. was in the wrong... Third. In the, she got third degree burns on her thighs yes. and had to get yeah. skin grafts. The problem is, you have all these companies that hire all these marketing agencies to paint these people out to look bad so it helps them in, with good PR. It says, oh, this person's doing frivolous lawsuit. I mean, oh, this person's an idiot. Oh, this so, person just wants some money. So I, I, I follow the same thing as that McDonald's lady... Is I I go to the hospital or whatever, right? The urgent care, get a cast for my leg. Probably go to my neighbor. I'm like, hey, I slipped on your thing. You'll probably see it on your security cameras. I'm just wondering. Whoa, they security cameras. Most people have security cameras nowadays. But anyway, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll if they're like, no, I refuse to do it. That's your own fault or something. I'll be like, see you, heck, court. dude. What the heck, like. I broke my leg on your lawn. On your lawn? That's some <laughs> that's some cold weather if the grass is freezing solid. And doing ice there's just a whole sheet of ice on their grass lawn. <laughs> Alright, and on that note, I think we are gonna wrap it up here. Um today was a more slow episode. But yeah, if you guys have questions oh, for us, topics always um, feel free to talk to us, give us any mentions. Fan um, mail. Fan art. Fan art. Destructive criticisms. No hentai. <laughs> but as always, have a great time. Have um, a great time. Stay I'll do not search up what Matt said. Um, we will hopefully promptly talk to you guys in a, in a week or two, but... We'll see. You know how it is. You know, you know the life. Um, this is Matt. It's Johnny. This is Jimmy. And the word of the day is saffron. Good for whatever reason.